0: Hey guys, it's Keenan from The High Upside Show. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's 100% free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone, or you can do it from your computer. Anchor will do the rest. It's going to distribute your podcast on the most popular platforms like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and many more. On top of that, you can actually earn money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You're listening to The High Upside Show, a podcast that allows people like you and me to invest our money in a more entertaining way. My name is Keenan Rivals. I'm a photographer by the day, but I make most of my money by flipping cards. In this show, I'll be sitting down with you and sharing my best practices. You'll learn my process, the lessons I've learned, and more importantly, who you should be buying. What's up, guys, and welcome back to the show. I just want to take a second to thank everybody who's reached out to me over the last few weeks. You know, you do this podcast, you, you put out this content, you have no idea who's going to listen, and then you take a few weeks off and you kind of see that people, they, they want to know how you're doing. You guys checked in on me, you made sure I was okay, and more importantly, you were like, yo, where's the content at? Now, for those of you who I didn't get back to, I couldn't answer everybody's messages, uh, I just took some weeks off for some personal stuff. I've been moving over the last few weeks, and you know, when you move, you're like, all right, this is going to take a week. I'll be able to knock this out. And next thing you know, two, three, four weeks pass by. And I just really haven't been able to follow the market or just, you know, get my desk set up. And, you know, with all that being said, everything's done now. Everything's set up. Everything's good to go. And yeah, we're back. Now, speaking of moving, I did have to move some cards in order to make this move. You know, I kind of wanted more space. I wanted some uh, opportunities and I wanted to be closer to the city and it was kind of expensive so yeah definitely had to sell a few cars to make that happen the collector and me really wanted to you know keep those cars I think they're going to be some classic pieces but sometimes you got to take those profits so yeah I guess you can say in a way I kind of cashed out but I- I'll talk about that in some further episodes with that being said I do have some money left over and I'm looking to buy some new you know cars and I've been kind of sitting on some cars that I bought from last year and this year I just haven't been that active. I'm not a huge fan of Prism or or let me clarify, I'm not a huge fan of modern Prism. And I'm definitely just really not a fan of this class. Just haven't seen too many players that really get me excited. So yeah, I've been doing some research and I've just been trying to figure out like what are some really good values right now in the hobby? You know, where can we find some steals at? This always tends to happen, you know, two, three years, you know, after players kind of get in the league. We tend to forget about players or they may not reach You know the level of stardom we thought they were and the prices kind of drop yet the potential is still there so that's what i want to talk about today i want to talk about the people that i'm looking at in 2020 who i'm buying and why you might want to look into them as well so first up we're going to get into the guy that i kind of gave a lot of flack to uh, even in the last episode our last episode was several weeks ago if not months ago but i was being really hard on ben simmons and you know, for the right reasons, the guy won't shoot the ball. He was just like offensively lost. But that all changed when Joel Embiid went down, like when Simmons got to take over the game, he was the like the, the, the team leader and the, the go to person offensively. I just saw a totally different player. I started to watch a lot of Sixers basketball because I was sitting on some high end Ben Simmons cards and I was like, yo, what, what should I do with these? Should I sell them? Should I keep them? You know, do I think he's going to be a promising player? And after watching those few games, I'm not going to lie, I really liked what I saw. Like, I liked what Ben Simmons was doing. He's just like this strong, big point guard. He's just coming down the floor, and he was just bodying people. And he just had like this coast-to-coast offense that you don't see too often. He was legit just like able to score off bullying people. And I know long-term, that's probably not a great thing. Obviously, Ben Simmons is going to get older. He won't be able to have that, you know, coast-to-coast offensive type of game forever. But... I think over the next couple of years, if he can develop a jump shot, if he can develop some leadership skills, that he's going to be a force in the NBA. And a lot of people are just like looking at him like that's not possible. But when you factor in his age and where he's at offensively, and and just in terms of his basketball IQ, he's a lot more advanced than a lot of people think. You know, we look at him and we say, okay, he's a point guard, but he can't shoot. But He's 6'10". He's not a point guard. He's a point forward. And the Sixers are just experimenting and letting him play point guard. And offensively, that's working out. And, you know, when you look at Ben Simmons and you look at somebody like Giannis, you you get similar players. Obviously, you know, uh, Giannis's physique is far more advanced. He's much more stronger. He's much more muscular. He's able to defend against bigger players. So he has some, you know, pluses on the defense there. But so does Ben Simmons. You know, he's able to guard. The point guard which is you know insane for somebody his size he can guard the shooting guard the small forward we even see him battle against Giannis you know when they played uh Giannis got the best end of that battle but the fact that he's able to match up with him is a plus long term so if we stop trying to make him this Steph Curry like player or this um you know Zach Levine type player where he can dunk and shoot and dribble and pass then we'll be able to kind of see his real value and that's The fact that he's Giannis, he's a younger version of Giannis. He's not as strong, but he still has all the potential. So I think Ben Simmons right now is a really good value. I mean, he's on the East. They have a good team. You know, I'm not really sure how I feel about the whole Embiid-Simmons matchup. I really liked how he played without Embiid. And if you just surround him with some shooters, and I think he can do damage. You know, when I was hearing the uh, Ben Simmons to D'Angelo Russell trade rumors, I was like, yes, that is what needs to happen. If Golden State got Ben Simmons, that's the Draymond they really want, and that team would dominate. Ben Simmons would dominate. So, if Philadelphia can kind of build that around him, we should definitely see some more success from the Sixers. I mean, you already see it right now with Moss, how he's just able to score that ball. If they can get other players, some other shooters, and you know just be super confident, then I think Ben Simmons and the Sixers will go pretty far and that's just going to, you know, result in an uptick in his car prices. Lastly, I just think he has a lot of fans. Like a lot of people kind of wrote him as the next LeBron, the next superstar. So if he starts filling those shoes, then we'll see those prices come back really quickly. And yeah, I'm in on Ben Simmons. I think he's an easy way to double your money. Not investment advice, but Let me know what you think. Moving on, we got um, another guy who's a, a real vet, and that's Paul George. I'm really buying for the playoffs right now. I'm hoping that these guys can make it to the playoffs, do some damage, and go far within their conferences. I think Paul George is really underrated right now. He doesn't have any of the cool rookie cards that we know. There's no prism. There's no optic. He has like the worst cards on the market, and because of that, they're just not being picked up. Which makes them a lot more valuable, you know, in, in the long term. Once people see him dominate, you know, if the Clippers do dominate, then they're gonna run and try to get that gold standard or that Don rookie auto that he has. And those cards are just like really low numbered. You can get a BGS 9.5 for like under 200 bucks. It's just a really great value when you look at other players like Kawhi, Giannis, Ben Simmons, whatever superstar you can think of. Their top rookie cards are all four or five hundred dollars. On the low end, the fact that Paul George is half that price, this really gives him that value. And the fact that a lot of his cars is just serial numbered, you know, that's just going to make them a lot more rare, especially if you want like that gym mint condition. So, yeah, I think he's just being overlooked. I think the Clippers have one of the best teams in the West, obviously. I'm not saying they're going to win the championship, but I think they're going to get far. You know, there's not going to be any low management in the seven game series. So we're going to see Paul George at his best, Kawhi at his best you know, Lewis Williams at his best. I mean, it's going to be a really deep squad and they're going to challenge the Lakers and whoever else is on the West. And, you know, they have a really good chance of going far and I'm putting money on Par George being the closer. I know the NBA loves Kawhi right now, but I think Par George is a much more exciting player, way more marketable, and there's no reason that his car prices shouldn't be of that upper echelon. So this is going to be the year that he has the chance to make that happens. And at $200 or $150, I just think it's a safe investment when you see prism cards of John Morant or whatever other rookie you want to throw in there at those same prices. you know I can sell some prospects and get a Par George BGS 9.5 rookie auto number to 299 or 349 for the exact same price. That doesn't really make sense. Yeah, that's what I do. I look at these cards. I look at the value. I see what makes sense and I see what doesn't. And that doesn't make sense for part George. So I think he's definitely a buy. He's going to be a good flip if they can get, you know, to the second or third round of the playoffs. Coming in at third is Nikola Jokic. He came into the season kind of making me feel like, eh, I don't know if this guy's the real deal. You know, I don't know if he can handle the hype. He gained a lot of weight. He wasn't playing like himself and he just didn't impress me. Over the last few months, I've been watching Denver Nuggets basketball uh, because, well, you'll find out. Why? And I just started to watch him play and as each game went on, as each week or each month went on, I started to see Jokic get like in playing condition. He started to pass the ball a lot more, he started to shoot the three. He hits like more game winners than anybody I've watched in the last few years, maybe Damian Lillard, but outside of him, Jokic is like the ultimate closer. And he's just a player like we really haven't seen before. You know, in the league where centers are kind of dying, he continues to excel and I think Denver has some really good pieces, you know, much like I said about the uh, Clippers in terms of their depth. I think Denver has some nice depth too. And they're just like super young. And I think Nikola Jokic is a really good value. If you believe in the Denver Nuggets, making it far in the playoffs, I I think if anybody can upset or shock the world and win the championship, it would be Denver. So if that does happen, it wouldn't hurt to have a few Jokic's just, just, you know, in your portfolio. Now, He's probably not somebody I'm going to be buying too actively, but I thought I would just mention him because he has a good value. A lot of his cards dipped due to his like lack of play and just his lack of excitement. You know, he's one of those players that is going to be more exciting during playoff times, but kind of like whatever during the season. And you know, we get that guy every year. You know, you used to get that guy with, with Tim Duncan or even Kawhi Leonard and maybe even Dirk Nowitzki. So. You know, look out for Nikola Jokic. I think some of his cards are some really good values right now. And if that team went far, he's definitely going to be like the number one person to uh, take them there. So you yeah, definitely want to get on top of that. Coming in at number four, we have a teammate of Jokic's and that's Michael Porter Jr. If you guys follow me on Twitter, you know I'm pretty high on Michael Porter Jr. I invested a lot of money into his cards and that investment has paid off. Um, A lot of the like kind of lower end cards I got rid of, but I did keep a lot of my higher end stuff. You know, I kept those PSA 10 silvers, those Optic Hollow PSA 10s. And, you know, I just tried to keep some of the the rare, you know, higher graded cards. And I did that because, again, I believe in the Denver Nuggets. I think they can make a splash in the playoffs. And I don't think they can do so without Michael Porter Jr. You know, Nikola Jokic is that obvious go to offensive guy. But a lot of the world still doesn't know who Michael Porter Jr. is. And I think they definitely will come playoff time. The Nuggets made him untradeable, you know, you know, right before the trade deadline, and he's just been playing his ass off these last couple of months. He's a great rebounder, great scorer. Yes, he needs some help on the defensive end, but like, what twenty-year-old or twenty-one-year-old doesn't? I think in terms of prices, like he should be up there with Trey Young. You know, he should be Luca, Trey Young, and then Michael Porter Jr. Just you know, based off his potential alone. And if he reaches like his full potential, I wouldn't be surprised if he passed Trey Young in terms of just prices for some of those higher end cards, which means that you should be able to make at least double your money if you invest in him. You know, right now you can get a Michael Porter Jr. Optic Hollow for around, you know, 70, 80 bucks. If you're looking at the PSA 10, you can probably find one at 225. I mean, 225 for a card that's limited to about 25 copies in a market where Trey Young, you know, might sell five hundred or Luca might sell thirteen, it's a really good value. There's at least a chance for a two or three x there, if he does what he's supposed to do in the playoffs. And you know, if you look at my stash, you can understand that I think he will. And if we're being honest, I don't even see Michael Porter Jr. as just like some short term playoff hold. You know, if he doesn't do well in the playoffs, I think he's still a buy. I think he's going to be one of the top ten scorers in the league. He's going to be somebody that can shoot the three. That can uh you know drive to the hole, that can rebound at an elite level. And that's just valuable, you know, at a at a small four, power four position. I think he's just gonna be a great player. And I don't know. I don't know when I'll stop buying Michael Porter Jr. No matter how high the prices keep going, I just keep believing. And I, I don't understand why anybody slept on him to begin with. So if you haven't gotten yourself one yet, just do some research. Look at those other players from that draft class, look at some of the top players just in the NBA and just ask yourself like. Why wouldn't Michael Porter Jr. be able to, you know, hit those price points? You know, why wouldn't he be able to be Devin Booker or Trey Young or Jason Tatum or whatever other star you can think of? He's already on that road. And more importantly, he's on that road on a playoff team, meaning he's going to be able to get to the playoffs every year, have that hype, have that success. And yeah, the Denver Nuggets are young, man, They're dynasty. So we're going to see what that looks like. But yeah, Michael Porter Jr. is definitely a buy right now. And last but not least, coming in at number five, uh, one of the guys that I've always been high on that I'm buying right now is Dante DiVincenzo. I don't know. I just like the guy. I'm from Detroit. You know, he, he upset the team and he's just a flat out scorer. And that's what a team like Milwaukee needs. They're going to the playoffs. They're going to be there for a while if Giannis decides to stay. And they're looking for that guy to come in and be able to shoot the three, drive to the hole, score the basket, make those hustle plays. And that just has Devin Chinzo written all over it. I just see him, you know, making some big shots and having some big moments. It's, it's not like he's not familiar with that, you know. He's done it before. And throughout the season, we've just seen some really bright spots from him. He's been able to, you know, take on a scoring load for Milwaukee. He's been able to start when, you know, Wesley Matthews went down. He's not bad defensively. He's an all-purpose player. If this was baseball, he'd be a, uh, you know, a five to a prospect. His cards is just so cheap right now that I feel like it's worth the risk. I mean, Milwaukee is probably going to go far. They're probably going to win the East. And, you know, having that second or third scorer on that team, you know, in your portfolio, you know, buying his cards at like five or six or $7 a piece is probably going to be able to yield some positive returns from you. Now, DiVincenzo is definitely a risk as well. He's not a guaranteed, you know, player. There's no guarantee that he's going to start or get all these minutes. But again, at those price points, I think he's a good value. A part of me here wanted to mention Giannis, but I mentioned him in the last video, and I think he's just an obvious buy at this point. And honestly, I don't know if his prices have just gotten a little bit too high for a lot of people. I know they have for me. You know, there's still some value cards that I see here and there, but, you know, the ceiling is just like, you know, at this point, they have to win the championship. He has to be MVP. There's a lot riding on that. So that's why I kept DiVincenzo here. He's on that team, he has the chance to, like, really blow up in the playoffs. And, You know, you just got to remember, guys, in these seven-game series, it's a different ballgame. They're going to be looking for that consistency. They're going to be looking for those players that can really get out there and get the job done. And I think DiVincenzo has proven that he's one of those guys. Anyways, that's it for this episode, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. Wanted to make sure that I came back and at least brought you some value. I got a list of shows that I'm going to be coming out with and probably going to be recording some right after this one. So definitely subscribe to the podcast. Give me some good feedback on wherever you're listening to this at. Show me some love on Twitter, Instagram, and let me know what you think about these players that I listed. You know, did I miss anybody? Is it anybody that you're buying? Be sure to leave that on the blog post in the comments. Anyway, I'll catch you guys in the next one. Happy Investment.